God's will. Do you have, do you want God's will for your life? Do you know what it is? What would your Bible story look like if you had one? If we were to have our own story in the Bible, how would it go? Or more of a better question, how would you like it to go? Would you want it to be perfect, show that you're wise and trusted God? I wonder if the people in the Bible knew that their story or lives would stay in the Bible or be later represented on for time to come. And I wonder if they would change it if they knew it was going to stay. I reckon it's good that their lives, the lives that they lived, because we can learn from it. We can, um, yeah, we can learn from it and put, apply it to our own lives. Would, other, would others already know about the life you're living? Or would you be willing to make it the best you could? We all have a plan for our lives, and following it sometimes is hard. So Proverbs 16 says, We can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the answer. Oh, I didn't make that slide. Yeah, so if you want to write that down, Proverbs 16. We can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the answer. I think it's just 16, I don't know. I think I got it wrong when I was writing it down, but is it? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. I think I just missed a bit when I was writing it down. It looked good to me. I just saw it. I was like, yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, God has our, <laughs> God has our plans written out for us. I wouldn't want to erase the words that God handwritten for me. I'd hate to change it, actually. Um, the words written out for me from, I'd hate to change the words written out for me from Sean is a man of God to Sean was a man of God. How cut would you be? So I wanted to say stuff like, if I had a story, Sean has become a man of God. He's followed Jesus with his heart and he trusted God in his words. So what I said was, Sean is a man of God to Sean was a man of God. But that's, that's not what it's going to be like. Only one word was changed there, but sometimes only one thing or one decision or one choice or one choice we don't make that can change God's will for us. And God gives us privileges to make our own decisions so we have our own free will, but our own free will uh, makes that connection to Jesus and we can make our own, our own lives awesome. So... I remember when I was uh, about five years old, just cruising around the house and, you know, the old, like, hot plates that were, like, cast iron or whatever it was and had, like, the rings on them. I was, I was walking past. I was like, I wonder if that's hot. And what did I do? Slap the first one, slap the second one, held it there, and I was screaming. It was hot. I had, like, 15 rings on my hand. <laughs> it was all blistered up. And... Yeah, I'll, I wouldn't do that again. Uh, i got another example. Here we go. So, uh, who knows the story of Samson? So, if, if I'll just go over a quick summary of, about him, but I won't, you know, read the whole story. But if you want to find it, it's in Judges 13. That's at the start of it. But this is the summary of Samson. So, Samson was set apart. He was called to take the nation of Israel back to its uh, 
yeah, under slavery, you know, back to where it was. Um, Samson desired a life of compromise. Twice Samson chose a wife that was not Hebrew. Oh, he chose a wife that was not Hebrew, someone of different faith. So we have our own faith, and you choose someone that's not in your faith, and it, and it becomes hard. You compromise what you're living your life for. And, you know, he was, conf- he was conflicted with this all the time. And um, Samson failed to learn from what his past mistakes and, like, you know, he's made these mistakes and he's failed to learn from it. So, you know, he, he, he knows uh, the life he has to live. Um, I'm pretty sure if he killed a thousand Philistines, that were, a thousand Philistines with a donkey giant, uh, jawbone, you'd, uh, you'd know there's something different there. But so, Samson allowed the words of the world to speak into his life, and he finally, in the end, he finally gave in to Delilah's nagging, and his missus was Delilah, so he finally gave in to her, and well, it ended him really. So he didn't learn from his mistakes. Luke nine twenty three says, "If any of you want to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross." And follow me. Who knows um, how easy it is to follow someone these days? Like Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram. Follow me. I, I leave her. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so to get a little, get a little stalking. We all kind of, we all kind of follow each other here. We, like, you know, we we can easily follow someone these days. Just a touch of a button, and uh, Jesus has an app. Free to use, no data uh, needed, and always there for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but seeing, being serious though, if you want to be a follower of Jesus, it starts like by giving up your own way. So you know that there's plenty of ways in the Bible you can learn from and um, read off of that, show you a good life to live. So like, Proverbs is full of it. Uh, follow the plans already set out for you. So, um, you know, pray and listen. Ask Jesus. Always ask Jesus. Always pray. Like, what do you want from me? Is this right? And always say yes with a happy heart. And uh, take up your cross. That's a part of uh, Luke 9.23, like I said. So take up your cross. Publicly take it up. Don't be afraid to say that you're a follower of Jesus. Don't be afraid to speak out for Jesus. Don't be afraid to, um, to say what your faith is, you know. That's, if you can't say it, people now you'll never be able to say it later on like you've got to be able to step out in what you believe i think that's like one of the strongest things these days people are so willing to show what they believe in but christians are so like they're, they're probably the most hard hit by the enemy because it's real but you know they just it's it's hard to speak out as a christian so luke, luke 9 23 again it says um follow me so in the end it's not an app. It's not a Twitter account. It's just you and J-Dog in the HS connecting. <laughs> the HS, Holy Spirit. Uh, I remember a decision I made to follow Jesus. And, yeah, it's been hard. And, well, it's been really hard. And I wouldn't be as cool as I am without him. So, you know, I've grown. I've learned a lot. And I won't stop learning because as you get older, you just learn stuff. That's what I believe anyways. Who here has a parent that like knows everything? You gotta listen to him. 
Mariah? Is that you? <laughs> um, when people ask what is God's will for themselves, they want to be shown right then and there what their will is. They want to know the whole future and the whole nine yards, what's to come. But I reckon, let's be honest, if, if you ask that, you'd probably be like, oh, no, no, that's, that's not for me. That's, that's the enemy. That's the enemy. Because, let's be honest, you'd probably say stuff like, I'm going, how long without a job? I'm not going to make it to the NBA. I'm not getting married till I'm 35. <laughs> oh, no, nah, no, nah, that's, that's not the will for me. That's not the will for me. Um, so, yeah, Proverbs 15:22, another Proverbs one. Got this one right, I reckon. Without counsel, plans fail, but with many adversaries, advisors, oh, they succeed. So as we live our lives, it is essential to seek others' wisdom. Don't be afraid to make a mistake because if God wants it to be done and you keep pressing in, he'll get it done. Just like in the story of Samson, he uh, ended up making a big deal and he may have died and didn't follow God to his exact plan, but God got through him in the end what he needed to get done. So, like Pastor Sam Long said, the worst thing you can do is waste your life, as in just live a normal life. Don't, don't keep... Don't keep a normal life. Um, keep pressing into what your story could be. Um, keep asking Jesus. And uh, lastly, I can only pray that the story I leave behind, whether it's remembered or not, is that it's the one that God set out for me and I pursued that.